Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Shap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends, all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Stevens Incorporated an independent financial services firm with the freedom to focus on what matters most. Blackman Auctions. For over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. We partner with you to deliver high-yield results by managing, developing, and investing in top-quality hospitality assets. And now, from the short grass, here is your host, Trey Schaap. Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Shap. Thanksgiving week. And if you love college football and you listen to this podcast regularly inside the state of Arkansas, you know that means one thing. Arkansas versus Missouri when it comes to football. The final game of the regular season usually played the day after Thanksgiving. And that is the way it is this year as well. With that being said, Back at the SEC Football Media Days in July, I sat down with Missouri wide receiver Barrett Bannister. He's from Fayetteville, Arkansas, but plays for the Missouri Tigers. Barrett loves the game of golf, and I think that will come across in this interview. He is also a semifinalist, one of 12 semifinalists for the Warful Trophy, known as college football's premier award for community service. You will hear from Barrett Bannister after the break want to tell you about our friends at blackman auction since 1938 better auctions have always been blackman auctions you can find all of their upcoming auctions on the web blackmanauctions.com we're back after this Traveling to Fayetteville to watch a game? Forgot to book a room for the night? Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group has you covered. Stay where the fans stay. Staybridge Suites is just south of Baumwalker Stadium and is an all-suite hotel within walking distance of Baumwalker, Bud Walton, and Razorback Stadium. Or you could stay at the Comfort Inn and Suites with newly remodeled rooms throughout the entire property. Find them on the web at bphotels.com. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. You all know by now I'm not a good golfer, but my son loves the game and he and I have been playing more. I've got my score down to, I've quit playing a scramble on every hole. I'm using the bunker rake much less than I used to, and a lot of the time I hit my drives past the women's tee box. All of my success in golf can directly be tied to me listening to From the Short Grass. Without it, I would not be the golfer I am today. Trey, you owe me 20 bucks for that. Trey knows golf, I know auctions. Come see us at BlackmanAuctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. I am Trey Shep. On the tee from Fayetteville, Arkansas, but playing football for the Missouri Tigers, Barrett Bannister. Barrett Bannister, thanks for joining me on From the Short Grass. I understand you love to play the game of golf. I'm a very big fan. It's, it's definitely grown in me over the uh, last couple years. So when did you pick up the game? So... I first remember playing, um, my family's been members out at Fayetteville Country Club um, for the longest time. remember doing junior golf camps up there. Do you and Coach Drink talk about Arkansas much? Uh, it's like came up before, like we've talked about um, those and, you know, some of the great eat places down there. 
And so I think um, we've had conversations about it before, but it's not something that we just like go sit and grab a cup of coffee and, you know, talk about all the time. So do you like to play in tournaments? I do. I love to play. Um, I feel like I've just started to get to where I can compete um, in some of those events, you know, up at we, I'm currently a member at Columbia country club up there, have the student membership. And then, um, I'm able to play on my family's membership down at Fayetteville. And so anytime I'm able to compete in tournaments like that, like I said, I love competition. Like any time, any time that I can get there and put myself up against something else, I love to do it. And so, you know, I've really practiced hard to be able to try and compete in those things. And so it's been a lot of fun. What's Columbia country club like? It's a tough course. Um, they'll grow the rough up and there's a lot of, um, fescue that's kind of surrounded and a lot of it's tree lined. And so for me, it's, um, more difficult because I, my tendency is I can spray it off the tea hair. And so, uh, I think I've broken par out there one or two times. And so it, it's a tough course. Uh, I'm sure I'll continue to get more. I play it, the better I'll get at it, but it's a beaut- Columbia has got three great, great country clubs. And all of them are just a little bit different from each other. And, you know, it's a blast to play. Being a student athlete in the SEC, obviously power five, highest level of collegiate athletics you can get. How are you able to work on the golf side? Or do you have to kind of put the clubs away once it comes time for football? From about end of about when spring break starts to end of July, that's when I'm really able to kind of practice on my game. And so generally what happens is, you know, living in, Midwest like it's cold we don't really get to swing it so end of March April beginning of May I'm really frustrated don't hit the ball well and then around end of May June July I really start to go okay I'm starting to get my swing back starting to get better and then I got to just go put them in the you know storage for a good three or four months and so I mean that's that's part of it though and I wouldn't trade it for the world you know I love football that is number one priority for me but um, it is always a blast whenever I get to play. What are plans after the season for you? So I'm going to try and go to the NFL, do um, professional football. And, you know, that's going to be, I don't know where I'm training, any of that stuff yet, but I'm going to try and do that route. And then after I'm done with that, I'm either going to do coaching or financial advising. Football coaching? Yes, sir. Where do you want to coach? Shoot, whoever will hire me. I've met my uncle and granddad. I've seen this business long enough that you go where you're wanted and you go where you're needed and so um any place that i could lend a helping hand i would love to if barry odom calls you or coach drink calls you you're you would be there absolutely absolutely no i would you know obviously i grew up in the sec played in the sec it was a big reason why i chose to walk on at the university of missouri was because i love this conference i love what it means i mean we have a whole look at this we have a whole weekend for media um down here just for football season. And so I think any chance that I'm able to stay in this conference and in this geographic location would be phenomenal. When you look at golf, do you watch it as well besides Uh, just like to go out and play? Do you like to watch? I watched every single putt Cam Smith drained. I mean, it was, was that not a phenomenal round of golf? Heck of a round. I mean, those guys, and you, you sit there and you just you forget how good they are. I mean, Rory had thirty six putts and shot two under par. Two putted the whole two putted the whole day and shot two under par. And it's just like they make the game of golf look I don't want to say boring, but just so easy. You know what I mean? And then Cam Smith, he walks up to a fifteen footer, twenty footer, and you go, Oh, he's gonna make it. 
And how many of us are doing that? Like, we're, we're trying to two-putt from that range. Right, you know what I mean? yeah. The, the putt on 17 is oh. what got me. Not just that putt, but the, the, the thought of how to get it to that mm-hmm. spot, to get it around the road hole bunker, mm-hmm. and then to make that putt to save the Absolutely. Par. And, you know, I mean, that's the different. It, that's the that's the small stuff that us as, you know, amateur average golfers, like, we would either probably try and open up a 60 degree and flop that or something. And, and I think that's, what's so cool about the, the open and the Scottish open that Xander one was just like the creativity over there is so much different than it is from what we play over here. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to see those guys, you know, have to do that. Like, you know, Tiger was out there and he had a four iron behind his back foot, just playing bump and runs the whole entire day. And, half the time they're playing in courses like Brookline where there's rough right around the greens and they're having to hit a bunch of stubby 60 degrees and all that. So those guys are so impressive. If this guy is on TV, you have to watch. Who would it be? JT. Love Justin Thomas. I was there at uh, Southern Hills whenever he won it. And we had, we were sitting, you know, if you're looking at 18 green, we were back left kind of on that hill and we were just okay just down south of the clubhouse yeah exactly it's actually north but yeah Yeah. just yeah yeah yeah. and you know we're sitting there and we had seen Mito kind of push it into the water and you know we were like okay wait a minute he has a chance here and then the murmurs kind of started going around there like they're going to so and so hole to play and so I literally grab I had bought a polo I grabbed my bag and I sprinted to gosh what would that have been 15, 16, 16 green. 16, okay. Yeah, sprinted right behind 16 green, just followed him the whole way up after that. So it was so I bet your fun. sprint was probably better than anybody out there. I had a leg up on people. <laughs> I, I, had been, I had been practicing a little bit for uh, a good six years for that moment. So um, no doubt, no doubt. What was it like being at Southern Hills for that PGA Championship? You know, I think it was something that every golf fan should experience because – it was like it was really cool seeing Rory those first couple holes come out lights out. Um, it was really cool to see these guys in person. And honestly, I think one of the parts is you know, with golf is you get there and some of those football players they're like so huge and it's like you could never replicate. It. But these golfers like you know JT looks like me. JT looks like an average, and you're seeing these guys hit these shots over and over again. And you're like, wow, how do they do this? And so I think it was so cool to just see these guys who you know maybe aren't the most like physically just like gifted athletes but just so impressive on the golf course and it was so cool to see a major championship you know it was it was incredible what part of your your game is good and what part of your game do you think you need to work on Uh, I'm really really good uh, really good obviously could get better I'm solid from probably inside 120 yards that's my best part of my game um and then probably the biggest thing I could work on would be my irons. Um, sometimes I have a tendency to not strike the ball well, and um, I have a rather steep swing. So if I don't if I don't strike it well, it gets high in the air, spinny, and it's really easy for me to miss a yardage. When you're in Columbia and you're working on your game, do you ever make a phone call back to Bill there, Bill Agler there at the Country Club in Fayetteville, and say, yeah, "Bill, this is what's going on. Here's what I'm doing. Can you help me?" There's been a couple uh, times when I've been out at Fayetteville. I've asked him for some some advice. Luckily, I've um, there's a buddy of mine um, up there who played golf out at Nevada. He's since transferred. And then um, 
Greg Hayes' son, Palmer Hayes, who's out at Fayetteville. He played up at Wichita and Oral Roberts. Those are kind of the two guys if I'm ever, like, really not able to figure something out. I'll, um, you know, send them a message or whatever. Sean, actually, so I, I was telling you, like, early part of May, like, you know, I was struggling, and I was kind of getting frustrated. Normally, I'm a very confident golfer. Lost my confidence, and Sean was on the range with me out there and my hands were getting too outside on the way back. And I was, you know, miss hitting everything, couldn't get yardages right. And he got my hands in a spot where I could get it up and do the slot that I needed to on my back at the top of my backswing. So from, since he told me that, and I think that was beginning of June to where I am now, I went from a two handicap to a plus two. Wow. And just literally one thing. And that's all. That's all I've been thinking about. It's just that one thing. So having those guys is so so helpful. Isn't it crazy how just one little thing in the golf swing can change your handicap? Literally, from as much as it did. Literally, and I think the craziest part about it is, is like, so my friends back home, they'll ask me, they'll be like, like, whoa, how'd you do this? Like, how'd you shoot this score? And I'm like, literally, like, I all I, I don't know. All I think about is this one thing he told me, which has really helped my golf swing. But then. I think what the crazier part is they tell you this one thing, you start hitting the ball better, you start putting better, you start making decisions better. And it's just like, like I was talking about that confidence and just like that mental clarity of being able to, you know, get around a golf course. It's just crazy whenever you start to get that one thing down and things start to click. I'm surprised the Missouri golf coach doesn't say, Barrett, I need you after the season <laughs> on the golf team if you're a plus two. <laughs> I, I would do it if he would let me. If if you're listening right now, please uh, <laughs> please give me a call. I would love to come and try hey, and help you guys. Hey, I'll, I'll do the NFL later. I, I want to come play golf. It'd be a fun spring. It would definitely be a fun spring. And, you know, um, if I could help him, I would. When you look at the game and seeing towards the future mm-hmm. of the game, do you see yourself playing it as you grow and get older and then you, you might try and start playing in more events competitively because you say you're a competitive guy. Do you think mm-hmm. that maybe you transition to that to get your competitive juices flowing? No doubt. And so that's something I've talked with. I'm actually getting married here in like five days. Oh, congrats. And so I've literally told my soon to be wife, I was like, Hey, like I'm going to pursue football as long as I can. Like, I love this sport. That is my first passion. But as soon as that kind of goes away, like, you know, me as well as anyone, like I probably drive you insane with how much I'm trying to compete. Like this is kind of my outlet is going to be my outlet for it. And, you know, I've already, um, talked with Palmer and some of those guys, you know, I would love to play in some member guests, um, state AMs, anything like that. You know, I listened to your one with Warren Stevens. Was it 2027? It's out of lotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be there for that. <laughs> you know what I mean, like even if I'm not playing well, I'm going to be there um, just to try and get a crack at that course. So um, definitely I'm going to try and compete and um, be as good as I can at that. Yeah, 2027, the stadium's at Elotion. I believe the year before that, it's actually at the Blessings there in Fayetteville. It's a tough course. That is a tough course. Me and Jack went out and played that, and, you know, we we pushed it back a little bit. Our egos are too high, and, boy, it'll humble you. It is hard. What would you shoot? Okay, 79. You, that's not bad from the back tees. Not, we weren't all the way back. We were, okay. one, we were one in front of all the way back. But, I was um, going to say, if you shot 79 from the back tees, that's no. getting your ball around. No, yeah, that's – that those back tees are he he designed those to punish someone <laughs> so i mean that course is so beautiful though that um yeah what is it Nine, 10 that whole 10 11 turn yep. up there with the tall pine trees it, it is so beautiful favorite golf course you've ever played 
Hmm. Probably PGA West. Um, went out there with my fiance's family and got to play out in Palm Desert. And th- th- that was some pretty cool golf courses. Um, you know, I think a really, really close second. And it, I'm partial to it because I played well there. But Ozarks National is so beautiful on top of that hill. And you can see all the Ozarks. And, you know, it. it I think Branson is really, really going to become a true golf top golf destination here really soon i think you're right already isn't yeah i think you're right with that what uh what mr morris has done up there in big cedar and and everything because that's big cedar golf to its Mm -hmm. its its finest i mean you've got Payne's valley the new course that tiger designed up there um we had matt mcquery on Mm -hmm. to to talk about Payne's valley on an episode uh prior uh earlier this year but uh, I saw Ozarks National when I was up there. I actually played Paynes Valley. I only had time for 18 holes, so I, th- I think I picked the right mm-hmm. 18 to play. Yeah. Uh, some people have said, yeah, you did. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen Ozarks National, so I want to get back up there. But it's my understanding. I mean, it's, it's booked solid. So you have to, oh, literally. Uh, you know, make time for that and book it well in advance. No, literally, yeah, I mean, the only reason we got to play it, so I was telling you, me and that group of friends, we went up there. And it was during COVID, that kind of spring. And so they had a deal of like, you you know, book one of these tea times, the next one's 50% off. You know, we were COVID. We didn't have any obligations here with football or anything. So we were like, shoot, like, let's go do it. Like, yeah. People aren't going to be out there. So we went out there and played Buffalo Ridge, Ozarks National. Paynes wasn't finished yet. But then we played that mountaintop par three course that yep. I think it was Gary Player built. Mm-hmm. So much fun. And I think that what's cool about it is they're all so different. You know, Buffalo Ridge is kind of tree-lined. It's a very tough course. Ozarks is that core Crenshaw design. You know, they let the landscape kind of paint the picture for it. And then I haven't played Payne, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I know what it's all about. But So know, when you were up there, what did it look like? Construction. Yeah. That You know, they had had – I think they had had, like, the first 13 holes or something complete, but they were still finishing up the uh, whole thing. But – it, it's really cool to see it all. I've driven, you know, I drive through Harrison, not through Harrison, Alpena and that way up the um, back way. And so if I ever have some time, I stop and, you know, go look at it. It's worth it's, it, isn't it? And they built that big, beautiful entrance right by it. It's awesome. So awesome. All right, Barrett, you can play any course in the world and you and three others can play a fantasy foursome, living or deceased, what course are you going to play, and who's going with you? I would love to play Augusta National. I mean, I think that's kind of the standard answer. Um, would love to go there and play. Uh, I think I would love to have my dad with me. Um, you know, he's kind of the one that introduced me to the game. And then I think probably Tiger and Jack, I think. Wow. Both. I mean, it would be hard to not play with those two, just two – legends and probably the top two to ever play i mean you know sneed had 82 as well but that's kind of my dad's here the michael jordan and the lebron james type deal of golf you know that was my dad's generation's you know pinnacle golf player and i think that'd be so i mean i can't i can't even it's fantasy i can't even it imagine is. it i can't either it'd i be, mean that, that'd be awesome mm-hmm. all right last question for you uh missouri football this year will be successful if you know i think the biggest thing is just winning close games um for us last year we had the lead i believe in leader tied in four games going into the fourth quarter and that's just how it is in this conference and you know i've 
played in it for five years and you know i think you see it all the time there's going to be five six games a year where it's the fourth quarter and if you come out on top you can have a 10 win season if you come out on bottom you can miss a bowl game and so i think that's that's the difference it's just you know those details those small margins for victory they really come to life in this conference. It's like, you know, it's as close as you can get to the NFL. And that's how it is on Sundays there. I mean, every single game, it seems like a two minute drill or, you know, a field goal for the win. And so that, that's, that's the difference. Barrett, thanks so much for your time. And I think after uh, people listen to this, um, they will be rooting for you every game, except one. You're not the first person who's told me that one. Uh, I'm glad they aren't cheering for me. That's awesome. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity. To anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world. And to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Heading to El Dorado to check out some live music or to play Mystic Creek? Stay at the Haywood, the only boutique hotel in the middle of downtown and the Murphy Arts District. If you are spending a weekend in Hot Springs, make plans now at the Marriott Courtyard close to Lake Hamilton and Oakwan. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages both of these fine properties and you will rest easy knowing that your every need is taken care of. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels on the web at bphotels.com. This is Thomas Blackman with Blackman Auctions. The economy is changing slowly but surely. The market is slowing down in a gradual slide. Not an emergency yet, the sky is not falling, but a change is coming. When times are good, auctions make buyers compete to buy at the highest market value. When the economy gets tough, auctions force buyers to make a purchase decision. Either way, auctions get the highest return for a seller and a strong deal for a buyer. With an experienced auction company, it's a simple process. Go to BlackmanAuctions.com for more information. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. I am Trey Shep. I want to thank Barrett Bannister. What a great young man, and he's a guy that you can definitely root for. Look, I understand the Razorback fans aren't going to root for him when they play the Missouri Tigers, but I think outside of that game, yes, you can root for Barrett Bannister. Best of luck to him in his future endeavors. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels, one of our great sponsors of From the Short Grass, Blair Allen, Matthew Allen, the brothers there, They get it done. They know how to manage hotel properties. And don't forget, the Agassi 7 now has Sunday brunch. Agassi 7, the rooftop bar on top of the Hilton Garden Inn in downtown Little Rock. Call them to make reservations for your Sunday brunch. On the tee with our rules segment, here's Adam Carney. Will Zalatoris hit a shot. It ended up on the mark of Matthew Fitzpatrick on the green couple of questions is there a size limit for the ball marker what happens in this situation where the ball comes to rest on another competitor's ball mark yeah this one's pretty simple i mean essentially it's probably the only time in golf where you can have two separate golf balls occupying the same space on the golf course uh which is pretty rare because you know um you know the ball is 1.68 inches in in diameter and if you figure maybe not even a half an inch is touching the ground so you know just that tiny small space is occupied but it's actually pretty simple uh so Fitzpatrick's ball is is, I mean it's sitting dead center on that 
uh, Fitzpatrick's ball is marked, the player would simply just, you know, move his mark to the side if he would um, if the ball were interfering, you know, ball's on the green and it's in your line of putt and I put my, my mark down and you say, Adam, can, can you move that to the right for me? Um, then same situation would apply under these circumstances. Um, it's important to note there are a lot of old wives' tales uh, in this day and age about how you can move your ball in that situation. I think that by and large people believe you have to place your, your mark down first, then lift the ball, then move the mark. All the rules state is that when you're moving your ball on the putting green, it must be replaced in the same position that it was in when it came to rest. So under that circumstance, it, it wouldn't make sense to put a coin on top on of. top of the ball or something right. like that. So he would move it whichever direction Matt Fitzpatrick would want him to move it, number one, and, and however, however far away, number two. And he could m- measure that from the golf ball and – then move the golf ball there and place the coin his his mark down at that point. He could he could also uh, move, just place the coin and lift the ball off of off of the uh, Matt Fitzpatrick's you know mark as well. So, not a real complicated situation because it it really is just the same procedure as if if a ball is in your line of putt or a, a a ball marker is in the line of putt and you'd ask for it to be moved. Exact same situation, same procedure. Size of a of a of a of a marker. Um, there is no specific rule. So you could take a plate out there. You could take, yeah, you take a manhole cover out there. I mean, I make <laughs> I make fun of people all the time. I'm playing with it. You know, that use poker chips, and you know, it's it's like you're using a poker chip, and it, or it, it, it's always in my line of putt. For some I know reason. what I'm going to use next time we yeah. play around to golf. Yeah, then. It's, it's you're usually going to get some comment from me like whether you can find a manhole cover. Take on a the hat way out there or something. One of those bucket hats. Yeah. And put it down. I mean, I've seen I've seen plenty <laughs> of people mark their golf ball with a beer can. Trust me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it's there is no limit to the size. Again, the operative rule is that the ball is replaced on the same spot it was when it came to rest. So. Um, there's nothing in the rules that that state, hey, it has to be, you know, so big or so small. Um, I I would just recommend that you know, for me, I've got a a, a 1970 Kennedy half dollar uh, that is my, you know, I was born in 1970. My great grandfather gave it to me, and that's my ball mark, and it it goes in a special spot in my bag, um, and I use that all the time. Um, before. I found that and I just found it about five years ago. Before that, I was this is part of my superstition. I, I would always carry no more than two quarters in my right pocket. Any more change, anything that's not a quarter or anything more or less than two was bad luck, you know, because that stuff works. Yeah, you know, that's oh that's yeah, important. Superstitious. And uh, I would use a quarter, but I, you know, I like to use something that that is visible for me to see. So mm-hmm. if I'm you know moving away, looking at my line. Um, the, I, I played with a very good player in South Central section, and, and somehow I'd played really well in the first couple rounds and was paired with him in the last group. I didn't win the tournament. He did. Um, and we were playing a golf course over in Tulsa. And the greens were kind of spotty, but his his ball mark of choice was a penny, and he always marked with a penny. And in this case, um, you know, they'd, they'd had some, some pythium and some dead spots on the greens, and I couldn't see the penny personally and you know my eyesight was really good and I'm, I'm trouncing all over his line even stepped on the on the penny and so you know I, I i told him i said tim i said 
you know, man, I'm so sorry. I just didn't see it there. I mean, the penny literally blended in with the green in that place. Right. And I said, you know, if I've damaged anything, and you, you have to know Tim Fleming. He's, he's one of the greatest people you'll ever meet, but he's very, very reserved. And he's down looking at his putt replacing. I said, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I said, if I, if I damaged anything, you're, you're entitled to fix it under the rules. And he's, he never looked up at me. He just said, don't think I can. <laughs> he missed the putt i felt horrible for about four holes and uh but uh yeah there's there's nothing specific that says hey it can't be greater than an inch or anything like that and let's say in the situation with zalatoris and fitzpatrick a it's ironic that those two it happened after what happened with those two at the u.s open yeah this year in the final round but b the fact that if you're taking you, – you have not picked up the golf ball and you're going to mark, and let's say you're putting your putter down to measure that distance that you're going to move your ball from mm-hmm. off of Fitzpatrick's and your putter accidentally hits the golf ball. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a situation where, you know, you're allowed to replace the ball because it was in the act of measuring. Gotcha. I mean, that's not a problem. Thanks for the question, David, there in Bryant. We appreciate it. If you've got a question on the rules of golf, send us an email, from the shortgrass at gmail.com. That will do it for this edition of From the Shortgrass. I want to thank Baird Bannister for taking the time to sit down with me. I also want to thank Adam Carney with our rules segment this week. I hope you learned something there. And I leave you with this golf quote from Gardner Dickinson. He says, they say golf is like life, but don't believe them. Golf is more complicated than that. Hey, these winter months, you're going to have to bundle up on the golf course. And remember to follow the signs the superintendents put out while you are playing your round. And also, so find your ball mark on the green, fix it, and a couple of more. And I hope to see you sometime soon from the short grass. You've been listening to From the Short Grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. This has been a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.